Hello and welcome to Blaze Pod. It is Tuesday the 21st of December. My name is Ben and I am joined as always by Andrew. How's it going mate? I can't complain. I've got Covid but other than that, you know, but I feel alright so I can't really complain and last night certainly didn't do me any, uh, my recovery much harm anyway. Yeah, well obviously sorry to uh, to hear about the, the Covid news. You didn't catch it from me, I should... No, that, no. In case anyone's putting two and two together, I can't remember the last time I saw you. I think it was a Coventry game, wasn't it? Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah, you missed. Yeah, you missed the Bristol game and QPR got called off. Yeah, the only reason I mention it is because if I make worse points than normal, even worse points than normal, I'm going to just blame it on the COVID. So <laughs> play the COVID card. Well, I'm glad you're. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad you're doing well. Um, and uh, yeah, you're not. You're not too far away from end of isolation now either, are you? So Christmas Day. So happy days. Yeah, happy days, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> And as you said, a great result last night. Like, I mean, I'm trying to think of how to sort of really sum this up, and I think it's just a, an impressive result and an impressive performance. I mean, you put it into the context of what we'd said um, in the previous, I guess the previous three games, if you want to go back to uh, Jukanovic's last game as well. We haven't beaten anyone above 17th at that point. You know, that that is a simple fact. We had had... Mm. A really nice run of fixtures against three pretty poor teams that are probably looking down rather than looking up. Yeah. Then we had the QPR game. We kind of um, earmarked that as like, okay, this is this will really tell us where um, where our season's yeah. potentially heading under Heckingbottom. That gets called off. Fulham, I think I had said on here, it's basically an automatic defeat. They'd lost one yeah. home game yeah. all season. They are the top scorers in the championship. I believe they have the best defence as well. Um we have a a bit of a scratch side, I think. When you see that, yeah, uh, when that team came out, I mean, I, I tweeted a picture, a, a gif of David Brent just there at the camera. That's that, <laughs> that sort of so that was my initial reaction when I saw it, and I was like, oh no, because then I looked at the bench and you were like, he's only Oli Burke as a striker. What are we gonna do if we go one 0 behind or whatever? So yeah, I wasn't sort of weren't confident when the team came out anyway. Exactly that, but um, a game that went. Pretty much perfectly from a United perspective. We get uh, get a very early goal, which we'll talk about in some detail. And then we defended fantastically as the, as the entire team, strikers to goalkeepers, put in a really good performance. And yeah, I mean, you, you just mentioned this um, before we started recording. Do you want to drop your XG stat? This is from Eggy, this. So I have to, uh, uh, yeah, um, credit to him. It's the lowest XG uh, Fulham have had this season. In the first half, their XG was 0.22, which is unbelievably low, especially for a team that good. Yeah, I think that was something like the lowest they'd had at home in a half all season or in a first yeah. half all season. Yeah, yeah over over the seasons, they've played, they've played 23 games now. They are the uh, they have the highest XG in the championship. Won't surprise people to know they're obviously the top scorers as well by miles. Yeah. Um, they have an XG over 48 from 23 games, so they're averaging about two expected goals a game. And uh, yeah, we we held them even with those two late chances, held them to less than half of what they've been averaging basically. So a, a brilliant defensive performance from the whole team. And I don't know. It, it, I sort of. Like, should we be getting even more excited now? Does this? Does it? Where does this I'm, leave I hate- you? I hate it when people say this, but I think this is a um, a game where you can say it. I don't think we win that game under the previous manager purely because of the way he plays. I think that's the difference. I don't think we're gonna. I don't think he's. It's not in his armory to go to Fulham and play like that. If you know what I mean. Hmm. I definitely think we we seem a far more a team that can scrap. 
I, I was mm. really happy, like in the view from after, where they were saying like we were so physical and stuff like that. And I'm like, wow, I've not read this for ages. Because <laughs> it's not. It wasn't a physical eleven, was it? No. Was, when Osborne came on, I think you messaged me or someone else and said, "Wow, this is really small now. This team." <laughs> yeah, I think it might have been me. I think I said like, you know, we just basically have like one athlete left on the pitch at this yeah, point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Out of eleven players, but. No, I mean, I um, I think you and I differed a bit after the, I don't know if it was the Bristol City game or the Cardiff mm-hmm. game where I said I didn't really see a huge difference in performance. And you said, yeah. well, no, I think you felt like you were seeing sort of more aggression and um, uh, I, I guess a bit more speed to our play, I suppose. And in Getting it forward quicker and stuff, I thought. Yeah, I thought mm. we definitely, I, mean, I thought we saw that yesterday as well. I don't think we were direct or long ball, but... Again, under Jukanovic, I think we'd have been passing around and I think they'd have picked us off simply by... Cl- I think, obviously, we said under Slav that you close us down, we panic, we give the ball away. Mm. And we gave the ball away a lot, actually, last night, to be fair, in, in, in areas. But it didn't really matter because the shape was that good. Yeah. And the fact was we were hitting them on the break really well. As, uh, and I, I, as, this is what I mean by when I said I don't think we'd win that game under Slav. That's nothing against him as a manager. I just don't think he plays in the way that we played last night. And I think that's probably the only way we could have won that game. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. And and last night I really did feel a difference in terms of yeah that that physicality. I suppose even though the yeah. te- the team is not physically imposing, I thought we played in a physical manner. You know, we we took a foul when we needed to. You know, we 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 broke with a lot of speed and you know committed bodies forward even in the second half. You know, Bogle's like getting into their penalty area. Jack Robinson was in their penalty at one one point. By, by yeah, the way, yeah. Um, should, maybe we should mention Robinson. Uh... I yeah, look, I, we've slagged him off, obviously, and everyone has. Um, and when he came, I think everyone's first thought when they saw the team was, "Oh no, not him." <laughs> uh, Which is but, a justified reaction, right? I absolutely, because <laughs> of the performance he's given in this season in particular. What I will say, and I'm not getting carried away with his performance or anything. He did play well at the end of last season under Heckingbottom. Mm, Don't know if that's a coincidence or anything like that, but. I wouldn't say he was faultless. He got a silly booking and things, but I can't. You know that that performance was absolutely fine from Jack Robinson. Yeah, that's that's what I wanted. That was like the level of performance I wanted from him when he was playing earlier in the season. You know, you just yeah. just be a slightly above average Championship centre back and yeah. you know winner. That's what you're here for. You're not here to start every week. Um, but yeah, he had a good game as did pretty much everyone. I think. I mean, there's still. You know, it wasn't like uh, Ender Stevens, for example, was suddenly amazing or anything like that. He, he was basically the same level he's been all the way through, I think. But, you know, the rest I, of the team put in such an effort, and so did he. You know, there were some yeah, good moments for him yeah. as well. Um, I think he's one of the, probably so far this season, the most difficult game to pick a man of the match. Mm, it was such a team performance. It was. Uh, yeah, and, uh, you know, for. I don't know, we, we've taught this team down loads this season again with a lot of justification yeah. i think um yeah and i haven't i don't think the last three or four games have like shifted that opinion for me a little bit but no it, again we said you know i still seeing a lot of people saying oh the people said this team were rubbish and look at us now and still it's a good run it's, yeah. it's now a good run it's we're still 11th let's let's yeah yeah it's gone from yet. being i think it's gone from being that's you know we're, we're doing what we should do and now i think we're in a run where you're thinking actually Pretty exciting now. It's whether they can keep it on. It's still too early to get the confetti, confetti out, the, whatever it is at yeah, the front. Confetti is, confetti is it confetti? Is yeah, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's still too early, I think, to say like, oh, that's it. We've cracked it. The team's turned around. But it's four wins out of five, five unbeaten. 
And the fact that we've gone to the best team in the league, and they will win the league. I know their fans are not in a great place at the moment, but they will win the league, I think. Mm. And and pretty comfortably won in the sense that they didn't create anything. I think that's something to really build on. And the Absolutely. confidence levels must be through the roof now. Yeah. Oh, there's going to be such a big... I, I keep wondering this. I almost want to fast forward like six games or so and and see where we are. And, and just yeah. so I can be like... Like football, stupid. How does it? How yeah, can yeah. One person. I think Bunty Club tweeted actually something like, um, "If obviously if he goes behind closed doors, by the time we get back in, we might be top of the league." <laughs> be a good, uh, a good inversion, I suppose. But you know, <laughs> what, what I guess I'm trying to say is like, in no logical world should Heckingbottom be able to do better than Yukanovic and Wilder was able to do with these players. You know, no. Wilder over the last nine months or whatever. But maybe he is. Like maybe there's some secret that, sauce way, here. I've seen, I've seen people say, "Look, we've gone back to the old tactics, and that's why it's working." We haven't, and that's what's even more surprising about it. We haven't gone back to three-five-two. Keep seeing people say we're going back. To, we're, we're not playing three-five-two. Hmm. We're, we're playing. We're definitely playing three-four-three, which is different. You know, we are still playing with that one focal striker and two behind him, and it, it really is working. Yeah. No, it's. Uh, it looks good. I feel like the players are. Yeah, like playing above them. So this is to return to what I was saying about, you know, I'm still not, uh, you know, I'm not ready to change my opinion that these players are actually better than we thought, if you like. But I do think mm. they are playing above themselves or to their true levels at the moment in these last few games. And that I think is that full, quite the Fulham exciting. game away, I messaged someone and said, that, sorry, yesterday's game, should say, I messaged someone and said it reminded me a lot of our Premier League performances in the good season. Mm. When we, when we finished top 10, where we sort of got a goal, didn't create that many chances, but defended so well that the, the opposition barely created anything. It did remind me a lot of those re- sort of West Ham at home or something like that mm. from that season we finished ninth. And carried a threat on the counter-attack, which I exactly found that, that yeah. first Premier League season. I mean, I know, look, we only had, I think we only had two shots in the whole game. We obviously had a uh, goal ruled out, if you like, when Sharp was marginally offside. Great bit of play by Bogle. Brilliant goal. finish, that. Yeah. Brilliant finish, brilliant setup. There was another chance as well, I think, that was offside as well. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was, like you say, those games in the Premier League where we would have a handful of shots, but I kind of felt like we might score every time we got the ball, and that's very much what yeah. I felt in this game, Like particularly when uh, Illiman and Chai got on the ball and then Bogle yeah. in the second half as well. But yeah, I mean, you know, you can't... You can't play down what a a really impressive performance and result that is. I think. No. Um, I mean, I've I'm, I've got the two teams open here, and how many of our team get into Fulham's team? What, anyone? Oh, I really don't know. Um, I mean, they might take and Jai on the basis of maybe Egan instead of. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. Egan. Um, I don't know. Yeah, maybe you're going to get in there. I thought Egan were really good again last night, actually. Mm-hmm. I think in the last, not against Cardiff, but against Bristol City in this one, I think he's been back to his best. The change to a back three has, it's unquestionably worked from a defensive point of view. I mean, yeah. you know, the whatever stat or whether you're just looking, you know, just watching the games, the, the evidence is right there. I mean, what is this as a... Uh, is this, what, four clean sheets in five or something like that now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is what, we are looking far more solid. And this is a yeah. team, again, this is what, what was so happy about the physicality and the organisation comments from uh, Fulham fans was, I, I genuinely, not just under Slav, we didn't see that under Wilder at the end of, mm. uh, in the final Wilder season neither. Obviously against better opposition, but only opposition like Fulham a lot of the time. You know, Fulham aren't really that far off the bottom half of the Premier League teams. I don't know if there's that much difference between Fulham and, say, Leeds. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you remember, Mitrovic absolutely bullied us at Bramall Lane last year. Um, 
With that, I thought he had a no. He had an appalling game, didn't he, last year at Bramall Lane? He missed some sitters, but he Did absolutely yeah, I can't really remember. Them. Yeah, it's a blur that season. Yeah, we, I mean, we just couldn't get near him. He had like five brilliant chances yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and missed them all, and obviously missed the penalty as well. Um, yeah, but we stood up to him really well last night. The whole team, as you said, very just ag- aggressive in the tackle. I thought Hurahan had a really good game. Norwood defensively as well. Uh, Basham was phenomenal. That. I think it was in the second half, wasn't it? When he, yeah, where he was in their box, and then the next thing you know, he's making a tackle sort of thirty yards out on the counter attack. Absolutely, brilliant. I cheered, like I put, yes. celebrated that tackle. I, I were so far behind yesterday on my stream that I actually had Radio Sheffield on, mm. so I knew what were coming. If you know what I mean, because okay. I, I wanted to be. So we're about five minutes behind. And I thought this is ridiculous. <laughs> so because um, like you were messaging me, other people were messaging me. So I listened to Radio Sheffield and waiting for the the stream, which were really weird because like such a weird way the, to watch the game. Really weird because they're on the attacking and the Giddens is like, and he's enjoys like what? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, they said, oh, that's a great tackle, and I'm like, oh, I'll keep an eye out for that. And they didn't really like make the biggest thing about it at first, and then I saw mm. it. And I'm like, oh yes. I <laughs> 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 the Ali G eye. <laughs> um. A really strong-looking Fulham team, as you say. Probably probably would make a good fist of staying in the Premier League this season if you parachuted them into it. Uh, Harry Wilson's always a, a pain in the backside. Mitrovic has, what, is he 23 goals already this season? I mean, yeah, yeah. how many have we scored? 29 as a team? Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, there was another stat about, I think they scored 33 more goals than us this season. Yeah, they're on 50... Yeah, they, it would have been before kickoff. Yeah, they've, yeah. they've scored fifty-one, conceded nineteen. We are. Uh... That's another thing about the defense. I think people have got this idea about Fulham being really leaky defensively because they were in the mm-hmm. Premier League. They're not this season. No, they're phenomenal. Uh, yeah, good keeper, good defense. They obviously boss possession as they did for most of last night. But we, yeah, as, as you kind of touched on earlier, you know, when we lost the ball, that shape was so good and. Oh, I, I can't. I really can't praise these players enough for that performance. I, I did not see yeah. that coming, even on the back of the three wins that came before it. I just thought, no, we're I playing better than us. Yeah, that was it. I was, I was thinking we're probably going to lose two or three nil. Not really that bothered about that because you know Fulham were better than us last year. They're definitely better than us this year. Yeah, you, you know, just, just... I mean, they brought Kenny on as a sub. Yes, that's <laughs> why half time. I'm like, oh, no, what? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know. I was looking now. We're bringing Ben Osborne on. <laughs> Got Tom Kearney. It's very nice to see Sander Berger again. I don't think it was his best performance, but I will let him off in the fact that that's his first 45 minutes for a long, long time. Mm, I actually thought it was a great cameo by him. Um, you know, re- relative really? To, I mean, relative maybe to you, yeah, I mean, like I say, I, I, it's weird listening and watching. I don't know if I've got the best view of this game that I maybe should have because I sort of knew what was coming, if you know what I mean. Mm. But I don't know. I felt like he, he, for me, for about 10 minutes, I didn't really notice him at all. But when he was on the ball, I was really impressed with him. Yeah, he some good defensive work as well. I mean, he, I think he came on and just sort of closed things down on the left-hand side a bit because I think Robinson and uh, Cabano were getting forward pretty easily in the... Yeah. Towards the second, uh, yeah, towards the sort of latter part of the game, and then uh, Robinson ends up getting taken off not not too long after that. Actually, doesn't he? I think they changed. Yeah, and it's, bit, inter- but... it's good to get him in the forty-five because we we probably are going to lose players due to COVID at some point. You'd have thought. So mm. we need as many players fit and raring to go as possible. Yeah, we're obviously missing two for this one, McBurney and. Apparently, they're back. He said it's it's the end of the isolation, which means that they would have missed the QPR game. Oh, okay, so. so uh... So it's pretty good. It's worked out in a way that they've only missed one instead of two. Yes, I guess so. Yeah, and, yeah. Hopefully available for uh, for Boxing Day then. Um, let's talk in Jai because mm. what a goal! I mean, we said after the Q, uh, Cardiff game 
that Gibbs White strike is probably the goal of the season so far. Yeah. But for my yeah. money, this supplants it, mate. This is. I, I'm such a big fan of this guy. He is a wonderful, oh, yeah. wonderful player. Like a real, just a real discovery. And he's not the finished article yet. You know, no, this, no, no, no. It, it sometimes and the word I keep thinking of is like, or words I should say is like, it's a bit like a playground footballer. Where yeah, yeah. Sometimes he just just does it wrong. You know, just makes Gibbs the White's wrong decision. A little bit like that, but Gibbs mm-hmm. White's clearly ahead of him development wise, if not age wise. Absolutely, yeah. But and Jai has something that. I don't think any of our other contracted players have, so I'm excluding Gibbs White from that. Yeah, and uh, this goal just completely underlines it. I mean, anyone... things I loved about this goal more than anything is not the run. The the the, the fact that he ran with it is something mm. that a lot of our players don't do. Um, but the control to get it at first, that first touch, was fantastic to sort of take him away and, and get him into that run, and then the finish where you're thinking. I mean, a lot of times you see a player like that and they'll, they'll try a, a curler or a blaster or something like that, and he just, you know, side foot, fantastic. Seeing this, people say the keeper should have saved it, but I'm not sure. No, it's right in the corner. I, yeah, I, this is what I think, yeah. This, this, he has so much to do. I mean, not just, you know, the, the strength to win the ball initially, as you said, that first touch, he runs past Seri, um, who is a, a pretty strong covering midfielder, mm. and yeah. leaves him for dead, and then Sharp makes a run into space, which just... I think that just makes uh, Adarabayo just just sort of check himself a little bit, um, but then that swerve that Njai does, you know, just to put mm. um, I don't know if it's Reed or actually Reem, the other centre back that's sort of covering for him, um, and yeah, he just he just sort of checks his body to the right and then left footed curls it into the corner. I mean, a ridiculous goal from a, you know yeah. the one one player of ours that I think is capable of ridiculous things like that. But... And I'd literally sort of just by that point I weren't listening to Radio Sheffield and I'd like sort of just almost just sat down like you know because you think wait it's first couple of minutes nothing's going to happen and we're like whoa yeah <laughs> I'm I'm really pleased for him because I'm I'm a little bit conscious that he's I, mean, I don't know why I'm conscious of this but I am conscious that he's not scored since his debut obviously mm. um, and I think that then becomes a bit of a there's an easy narrative there, isn't there, that maybe some people have, have been I've seen thinking. people say it. I think he's been really unlucky at a post mm. against Middlesbrough. He had that, uh, the Millwall goal, they pulled that really good save off from him. He's been close a few times. Yeah, absolutely. And he, he does contribute when he's on the pitch, generally. Um, and it, it looks like, I mean, how many minutes did he play? Like 75 minutes or something last night? I think he, yeah, that'd be his first, see, 78 minutes, yeah. So, And I didn't totally yeah. get a sense he was tiring or anything. Yeah, he looks um, he looks like a really good championship player at least. And uh, yeah, I saw Alan Biggs today tweet that he's not sure if he was strong enough to. to I think he's really strong. Well, he is. This is. Or, I was just yeah. about to bring this up. Actually, he's, it's this. I, I can't work it out. He's um, yeah. He's not a big lad. I mean, he's obviously you know strong and athletic, but he's, he seems to be almost impossible to tackle at times. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I mean, the way he runs away from Seri, but he did it three or four times in the first half alone where as soon as he gets round a player, they just can't get back at him. He sort of, it, it looks like the defender should be able to kind of muscle him out of the way, but yeah, yeah. He's, he's so good. His control's good. Um, yeah, I, I really, really like him and it was such a good goal as well. Uh, yeah. Very much... I think you know. You said it was hard to pick a man of the match, but you can't argue with with him getting it. I don't I think. I think him and Bogle for me. I think mm. because I think his work rate off the ball and the fact that he could stretch the play a little bit due to his uh, he's not like lightning fast or anything, but he has got a bit of pace. And we're obviously worried about him. And I thought mm. Bogle was fantastic yesterday as well. Yeah, really good. I mean, you know, we we didn't get forward much in the second half, but um, 
when he did a couple of those dribbles he went on I think he had more dribbles than any other player on the pitch actually like completed mm. ones um, there were a couple of them it's just like oh go on then you know and that's what you need in a game like this that's what I that's what I wanted from more of our players last season where you know where we'd barely have the ball you need someone to be dynamic when we do get it and you know take a yeah. chance and try and worry defenders and with respect to Baldock who's been okay to good this season I think overall yeah. he doesn't he doesn't have that in his locker that Bogle has. It's good and... to know that Baldock's there waiting, but I think mm-hmm. it's undoubtedly Bogle's shirt now. It should be. It seems to, yeah, as as we said, it, it works. He seems to be flourishing more in this with a back three. And, a... and he won't get many more tougher tasks, maybe not particularly last night, but he won't get many tougher tasks than Fulham away defensively, which is obviously what we're worried about. And yeah. a couple of times he did get past him, but I'm all right with that. I'm, I'm all right sacrificing what he gives us the other way. If he's going to make a few time, you know, miss time challenges or be a bit slow to react or whatever, as if, he, if he's given as much as he is the other way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we did a great job of, uh, you know, nullifying Fulham all the way through the game without, yeah. you know, it wasn't, we weren't getting peppered with shots or anything like that. I mean, you know, Mitrovic had that volley um, mm. that Fodringham probably had covered, I think, and it was a really difficult chance anyway. And we basically limited them to next to nothing until. Right at the death, and I would have yeah. some very, very strong words for Ben Osborne if this had ended up as a goal. Really poor cameo. I think I messaged you this, didn't I? <laughs> it just like every time he got the ball, he did something wrong. Even when it weren't his fault, when they passed it to him and hit him on the heels, yeah, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. oh, this guy's having a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> I think we were defending a corner, weren't we? And um, yeah. I think Berger wins a header. He did that a couple of times actually from set pieces in, in our yeah. box. And Osborne, uh, I don't know what. I mean, you've got Sharp. I think you've got Norwood there as well. And he just passes it straight to a Fulham player who has plenty of time to pick out Mitrovic, who's in loads of space. All three of our defenders buy the dummy he's selling. And uh, fortunately, he hits the bar. And then fortunately, fortunately, Harry Wilson blasts it over on the rebound. Probably should have been one all at that point. Very, very relieved to see that one fly over because I would have been quite quite annoyed I think just yeah, in the manner as I said I, I would be analyst of the commentary and it, it, it were all like it would look like it were going in and then I mm. saw the replay were actually closer than, than the commentators made out on Radio mm. Sheffield to be honest um, because it, that the first chance fair enough it's a decent shot he, he don't panic or anything Mitrovic gets mm. it you know it's unlucky but Harry Wilson's got to bury that hasn't he yeah absolutely he's an annoying player Wilson he'd make my it made my <laughs> annoying eleven. I think. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. he's really overrated. He's a decent player, but what did they pay for him? Eleven million or something? Something like that. Yeah. Could have had two McBurnies for that. <laughs> <laughs> In this market, yeah, I suppose you could. Um, who have we not? Well, you know, kind of significant. There, and I hope he's all right. But Gibbs White gets a gets a bit of a whack in the first half, and he goes off at half time. So, have you have you seen any news on that? No, I think it was his knee, though. I think that's what seemed to be... They, they seem to be pointing to his knee or something like that. So, hopefully, it's, it's better if it's a whack like that, I think, than anything else. You know, yeah, hopefully just like a dead leg or something. I mean, he, he did play on, didn't he, for another five or ten minutes or so. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think it's a... It didn't look to me... It, it was hobbling, but it didn't look like he was limping as such. You were almost <laughs> like a... Ah! <laughs> yeah, You know, yeah. like something had been kicked rather than anything else, which is should, in, in theory, see him recover quicker, but... Hopefully, but um, yeah, we got through the rest of the game without the uh, the talismanic Gibbs White, um, which is a decent achievement. So hopefully, yeah, be and I think Bogle were a big part of that, getting us forward as well. Yeah. It didn't happen that often, but I think with 
obviously Gibbs White not being there, we were basically relying purely on Njai in a forward sense to, to get us forward. And Bogle, I thought, really picked up the slack there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then the other player I want to mention is uh, Sharp, of course, who yeah. an- another just excellent performance of, I'm just not going to give you a minute's piece. And also, yeah. generally speaking, with one notable exception, I'm going to you know live on the shoulder of the last defender and yeah. time yeah. my runs brilliantly. He's... I swear he's done this more this season than he has probably yeah. the three seasons before. It just I, I, the amount of times type, he gets in behind. I typed in Billy Sharp on Twitter at the end of the game. Um, <clears throat> I can't remember why I did. Oh, but Benjamin Bloom gave him the man of the match, mm. and um, and I was just looking like to see what everyone else was saying. Like cause I couldn't really pick one, and and pretty much everyone who were watching the game, like neutrals, were all saying how good Sharp was, and some of the Fulham fans. I, I didn't include it on the view because I, I did it before I saw it, but. People that phone phone saying, how, how is Billy Sharp outpacing our defender? Yes. <laughs> there were so many times where he got in front of them and you think, yeah. oh, he's never going to get there. And then he got in front of it, held it up well and laid it off or whatever. Yeah, he's, he's having a phenomenal <clears throat> season, Sharp, you know. Yeah. Rel- relative yeah. to what's been going on with the rest of the team, I suppose, which has been very much finding its feet. Uh, I just find and- it incredible that obviously yesterday we had no fit strikers. Who knows what's happening with Moose, McGoldrick mm. and McBurney, whatever, you know, COVID reasons. And he's still. The what and he played ninety minutes and yeah. not, you not we don't even think like oh can Sharp last ninety minutes we know he can yeah but we know if we had another game in three days it'd be good to play ninety minutes if then that's as well Moose up front or or even McBurney because he's not played you think oh can they last that ninety minute we know we, it's mad that you can rely on Sharp who's thirty five thirty six or whatever he is yeah. and there's no worries about him lasting that ninety minute and still being a like a Still hassling at least into the last like minutes of the game. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, obviously, it did look gassed right at the end. But yeah. as you say, if we had a, you know, if we were playing in three days, for example, on Christmas Eve, I'd be expecting him to start again. It wouldn't, you know, that wouldn't shock me at all at this point. Because no. I mean, I yeah. said to you, I think it was a fit of panic for me more than anything else, and I'm, 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 uh, I'm going to get booed for saying it but I was saying to you should we bring Burke on for a bit of pay just to run it out of play but obviously we didn't need him luckily in the end just to run it out of play just say get the ball just, like you normally just run like anywhere don't really matter just get us upfield of it probably I mean look let, let's be serious for a minute it probably was a situation where you could have justified using Burke actually because it was a game kind of like last season to an extent, except we actually had a 1-0 lead to protect. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. just want someone who can wor- you know, make it so that their defenders don't all... Some of them have to stay near the halfway line. They can't all just yeah. go forward. But, yeah. I mean, I didn't watch the full and Bournemouth game, but by all accounts, Bournemouth had a bit of a smash and grab and they, and they, mm. they held out and held out until the last minute and obviously full and equalised. This didn't feel like a smash and grab to me. It felt like... No. A, a team who had taken a lead and then knew what they were doing. It wasn't sort of, oh my God, they hit the post and hit the bomb. And they had that one chance. And I think that is, that's why on the XG, it comes up as like, is it 1.22 or whatever the final XG? Because that, that it was that one chance. The other chances was, were chances that you expected to go wide or for Fodringham to save. And by the way, credit to Fodringham again. Yeah, Another quick shoot for him, yeah. Yeah, he's. <clears throat> we have protected him really well, but he has also been basically faultless for the, like, yeah. What, four or five games now that he's been I think in his there? confidence has improved as well. He's coming out for more crosses and things and, yeah. and catching him and yeah. There's a lot of value in having a faultless goalkeeper, you know? Like Yeah. Uh, you, don't you, have know. To, you don't have to pull worldy after worldy. We've said this before. At this level you can get away with just being good or decent yeah. and not making mistakes. Yeah, I mean and I said this to you last night, but 
I did not expect to reach a stage this season where I was going, oh no, where's Fodderingham's injured <laughs> when he was down. Yeah, when he went down, uh... I, I was thinking, oh no. Because, I mean, Jake Eastwood fair, but he's not, I mean, where were he at Portsmouth for a, a game, I think he were. Something like that, yeah. Last time out, and, you know, he's not, I, yeah, I mean, he's fourth choice goalkeeper at a club <laughs> who have really struggled with goalkeepers this yeah, season. Yeah, he would, I mean, yeah, he would be our fifth goalkeeper to be used this season, and he probably yeah. is in that order of priority as well. I mean, and this is where if Olsen goes back, and I completely see the logic with him going back with his wages, we, I still, I, you know, I like a reserve keeper, but <laughs> I, I still think we do need, uh, uh, even if it's just, I keep thinking about Jamal Blackman, who I don't think he's got a club, has he? Yeah, man, he's a, uh, he plays for LAFC. He's having a great. All oh, right, he's not going to come back here, then, is he? Hell but no. Someone like that, someone who you're not going to say, right, this guy's going to be just someone competent enough, not very much basically, to to be a backup goalkeeper yeah. if Olsen does go back, because it only takes an injury to Fodringham in the second half of the season, and if Olsen has gone back, we're we're. You know, we've got Verips in, in goal for the rest of the season. So. Yeah, which is probably a bad time. Although we were saying that about Fodringham, and look at him go. But exactly. Um, yeah. Who knows? Yeah. 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 Now credit to him. You know, I mean, we. We've uh, I've certainly talked pretty condescendingly about him, but uh, you can't you can't fault what he's done since he's come in the team. I, no. know, I, I feel like I'm I don't know I feel like I'm sort of second guessing myself here, and I, I sound like I'm uh, am I damning with faint praise here? I think I I think that is the correct phrase, but I, I don't mean to. I, I I'm genuinely impressed with how he's yeah. done, but I do also want to stress I think as a team we've defended so so much better in the last five games than we did pretty much the entire season before that. And obviously the, the stats yeah. will back that up. So he's a big part of that. You know, I've, I've absolutely no doubt that we're defending better because our goalkeeper is filling the defenders with confidence. He's, you know, coming for crosses. He said he's not spilling every shot that comes his way. He's in the right place at the right time. He's not making mistakes. Um, yeah, so credit to him. Long, long may it continue. I didn't expect, I didn't expect this level of performance from him. No, uh, no, no I, oh, I don't think anyone did really. And I certainly thought it'd be a lot busier away at Fulham than he was last night when they had one single shot on target in the entire game, which mm. is, uh, yeah, that's... And it were a pretty easy save for him as well, I think. Yeah, Mitrovic, wasn't it? Like, just yeah, in the box, yeah. yeah. If you can keep... You know, that's it. Maybe we could get by with Verips if we can keep the opposition to just one shot on target every game. Um, but, yeah, he's uh, he, he did another uh, another really good job for us last night. Um, and yeah, I can't can't praise the team and I guess hecking boy enough. You know, a plan, a plan brilliantly well executed. I love that we had a threat on the counter attack all the way that, through the game. That was the most encouraging thing, I think, in the sense that we were organised, which was really encouraging because mm-hmm. we've not been for a long time. Mm-hmm. But we did look like oh, it sounds ridiculous when we created barely any chances after the goal. But we got into really good positions again, and I think it really helped our defensive work that we could push up and you know be a danger at the other end as well yeah and uh yeah that it is really i mean i don't know how much of it is down to the change of manager how much of it is down to the change of formation but it is i don't i don't know it's it is amazing like how far sort of proper organization and players looking like they know what they're doing how far that can take you in the championship we're obviously we're obviously coming from a low base here what were we like 18th four or five games ago something like that we're only 11th now so yeah let's just calm down a bit before saying it's you know been totally tra- <laughs> yeah. totally transformative but the players do look like they know where they're supposed to be on the pitch yeah, and yeah. yeah. i can't say that that was um evident in the first half of the season under Yukanovic. 
Should also say it wasn't particularly evident under Heckingbottom last season or under Wilder last season as well. So, yeah, he's um, whether it's Heckingbottom or McCall or, or whatever, or the players collectively shaking off the funk of last season, mm. it's been a very, very, very encouraging five games or so. Uh, going back to the end of Jukanovic's spell. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're climbing up the league, mate, with three points off the playoffs once again. There's two games coming up where you, I, I would not expect, but I'd be think we've got a great chance to get at least four points, I think. Yeah, I think so. I'd, I'd love to get to Hull at home uh, with this unbeaten run going. Yeah. Uh, ha- happy enough with a point at Preston. Beat Hull, Wow. <laughs> <laughs> then you really uh yeah that that new year's day game with middlesbrough becomes very very big in in every context i suppose yeah i just like i say i don't want to go that doom and gloom with all the covid stuff and what have you but i just hope there is a you know that is with fans because i think that'd be such a good atmosphere won't it if we're if we're still on a decent run yeah i think it will yeah for sure so uh yeah let's let's not look too far ahead at the moment um we do play on Boxing Day against uh, Preston away. Um, oh, I meant to mention this really, like quite close to the start of the podcast actually. But I thought the fans were fantastic last night. Like, yeah, you know, massive credit to everyone who went. Obviously, you know, yeah, Monday credit night, to the Boris, Johnson, Boris Johnson chance as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at least one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's on a Monday night. It's on Sky, and obviously got moved at quite short notice. I was actually going to be going to London this weekend for this game, I suppose, and then. Had to mm. had to rain check it, um, but I thought the noise was brilliant. I mean, I, I don't I don't know about it. The, the games I've been to this season. There's been some good atmospheres away, I think, but yeah. a few times I thought, oh, I thought it'd be a bit more boisterous, I suppose, or a bit more uh, upbeat. And yeah, yeah last last night was like, and, and all the accounts, by all accounts, people on Twitter and stuff saying that it was the best atmosphere for a long, long time. Um, is it obviously less people there because you only get 1,500 or whatever it is at Fulham? I think we sold it out, or pretty much sold it out. And yeah. I think there is a more of a belief and there is more... There's, there's something to get behind. I think that's a mm. massive thing. There's something... You can know people are putting the effort in and you know... Which I'm not saying they weren't under Jukanovic, but it was a particular style of play where it could look like that, I think. Yeah. I don't think they weren't putting the effort in, but we were trying to play a different way. Everyone looked a bit confused and stuff and... I think at this moment in time, we are, for better or for worse, very Sheffield United, which yeah. we know and, and we love and we enjoy we enjoy watching it like that. Yeah, that's that's beautifully put, that. Um, Thank it, you. it does... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, it's easy to sort of get pulled back in by this, I think, you know, after, mm. after such a long time of not really enjoying what we're seeing on the pitch. I mean, you know, obviously... Uh, we watched a year, you know, a year plus of it on TV without actually being at the ground. And then, I mean, our home record for the first what two months of the season or whatever it was, we, you know, we saw us lose to Birmingham in the first game back. We had that sucker punch against Huddersfield, sucker punch yeah. by Blackpool, by Huddersfield, uh, not Huddersfield, sorry, Millwall. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's 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 not been easy to be like, yes, United are back. I'm loving being back at Bramall Lane in terms yeah. of what you're getting out of the games and yeah I guess the last two or three games um it has it has been easier to feel like that so um well done <laughs> well done yeah, everyone involved yeah I can't I mean, wait you, to go you again. sent me a tweet yesterday who, uh, who bought it I can't remember who it was oh it's uh it was uh David Jones David Jones that's it and he said like you know Fulham fans said that um 
you can't, uh, what did he say? We're all getting better as the season's going on, and, and they were right. <laughs> I've got it here, yeah. <laughs> when we appointed Jukanovic, Fulham fans all said we'd start the season poorly, then then go on a good run, and they were right. And yeah, uh, yeah that is David Jones, at Jones the Scribe. I, I will say, and I don't want to get too um, misty-eyed or blear or whatever, <laughs> yeah. but when uh, NJ scored and he ran straight to Eckingbottom, that were a nice little touch, I think. It was, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's a, probably the, the manager he knows best, I suppose, having been mm. so involved in the under-23s. Uh, what, yeah. what a player enjoys. So good. Yep. Can't wait to see yep. him in person again soon, um, which hopefully will be uh, in eight days' time against Hull. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, because I've been off, I'm isolating, and I've lost track of days completely, but mm. I've no idea when the game's on now, because obviously <laughs> Christmas comes up and everything, you just forget days, don't you? I think Christmas is on a Saturday this year, so we'll be playing Preston on Sunday and then Wednesday yep. against Hull. That's correct, yes. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, we're going to have a short, a, a little break from the podcast because um, I'm not totally sure I'm going to be able to watch much of Boxing Day, unfortunately. Mm. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we, we'll, we'll not do a podcast after that one, but we will do one after the whole game and we'll yeah. probably talk about Preston as well, I suppose. But, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to have a, a short break for Christmas, um, particularly while you're isolating and recovering, I suppose. And I've got uh, nothing to do, mate. I could do one every day. <laughs> do podcasts every day for me. Don't say that. We'll be we'll be getting requests from people. Um, yeah, so we'll be back after that one. Anything? Is there anything else we can say about this game? Like, or the yeah, where where the season's headed? I mean, or anything else you want to chip in with? No, I'm really, really, really happy. It was a bizarre day yesterday because I think we all fell up and probably till about. <laughs> Half an hour before kickoff, they were going to get called off. Yeah, <laughs> I think even all day I was thinking, well, not, I'm not going to think about it because it's not going to go ahead. There's no yeah. way it's going. To, it's like I'm gone. The teams are out. What? <laughs> What's going on here? Jack it's Robinson's playing. Yeah, Robin, it was only when the teams came out that I thought this is actually going to. Yeah, this is going ahead. This is a game that's going to be. So normally on a game day, it's in the back of my mind all day. You're thinking, oh yeah, we've got that later on, and I wasn't thinking about the game at all because yeah. I didn't think it'd be on. So yeah, I think. Um, I think we're a little bit worried that we had that two-week break after Cardiff, thinking because we had a bit of momentum going. You're thinking, oh, are we going to lose it? You know, are we going to lose that momentum? And we didn't. We took it. You know, we took the the Cardiff game or the majority of that Cardiff game straight into the Fulham game, and the break did us no harm at all. So, yeah, I just um, it's a really good time again to be a United fan because we're looking like I think we probably should have been looking like all season. Mm, yes, absolutely. Um, I do think Sky should have given us. Uh, all the sort of television money from the games that got cancelled, by the way. Yeah. Well, like, we're on telly against Middlesbrough, aren't we? Yeah. We're yeah, on telly so every... I, think, I feel like we're on telly every game. Like, we never play in... <laughs> we're not playing on Saturday ever again, I don't think, are we? Yeah, that is true, that, yeah. I mean, yeah, that is bizarre, that, yeah. yeah. Even but, our um, FA Cup yeah. game is uh, on a Sunday, I believe. The Wolves game. That's on Sunday, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So no uh, replays, is there, and that uh, anymore? Which I think is a good move with all the with the situation as it is. Yeah. Did they do that last season, or am I imagining that? I feel like they did. Who did we play last season? No. Oh idea. yeah, of course they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course they did. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm all right with that. I, th- I, I imagine. Think, yeah, it's fine. I understand it from a lower league club. You, you can't get that. You know that uh, lucrative replay and stuff, but mm. you know. Things are piling up, and I imagine most teams, more than ever, are going to be playing reserve games in that FA Cup game. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what did you think of Anthony Robinson, the one that, uh, excuse me, <coughs> the one that got away from us last season? 
thought it was pretty poor, to be honest. Uh, I think he had a bit of a... I won't say he had a shocker, but, I, mm, yeah, it, not that impressive. He's clearly a good player, but I don't think that was his best game. Mm, yeah, maybe not. Good. Uh, look, quite good going forward, I thought, in terms of good energy down the left, which is something we've kind of lacked for yeah. a little while. Um, but probably not on the amount of money. I wasn't really on. impressed with any of their players. I think Kearney were decent when he came on, but mm. I'm not... not imp- I'm not putting them down or anything like that, but there were no one where you're thinking, oh, yeah, they, they can see why he's... You know, it, maybe it were an off day for Fulham, but it's bizarre because they're unbeaten in 11, but they've not won in four now. I think it's five. I think they've drawn their previous four. Yeah, yeah. so it's, obviously now they, they have lost, obviously. So they've lost one in 11 now and not not one in five. So see, I still think they'll go up. I still think they're the best side in the league. Isn't Because, I mean, is it? I think between them and Bournemouth, is it 11 points between them in the last five? Something like that, yeah. Bournemouth are yeah. a bit of a, a rocky run as well. Blackburn yeah. are flying up the table, aren't they? They are, yeah. They've won Since them. Ber- Berrett and Diaz changed his name. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Um, yeah, what was I going to say with Fulham? Uh, oh, flipping out. It's something to do with how they played generally, I think. Um, yeah, I think, you know, we needed them to have a bit of an off day. We probably made that happen for them to an extent. and We needed to play to something close to our maximum ability, which we pretty much did, I think. So Yeah. Yeah. I'm just having a look at the form table. We're second behind Blackburn actually. Um thirteen mm. points in the last six from us. Sixteen in six for Blackburn. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Um yeah. that was that was what I was gonna say actually, the the sort of dumbness of football fandom was I bet most Fulham fans are absolutely bricking it this morning about them chucking this yeah. away and the promotion bids going down the toilet. And most yeah. United fans sat 13 points and 10 places below them. They're like, yeah, yes, we've got this it is great. Now. What a team. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah, Bournemouth, like, Bournemouth are obviously, they've not won in six, Bournemouth. Wow. That's that's the Scott Parker effect for you. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but West Brom are rubbish as well. I, I, whole league's rubbish, mate. Just... The whole league is absolutely awful. What are we doing? <laughs> yeah, Middlesbrough finishing second, we're finishing sixth and beating, let's say, Fulham in the playoffs, why not? Uh, I'd like to beat Middlesbrough in the final, but I'd, yeah, just just I don't know. It's a bit harsh and wild, a lot to be fair. No, nothing against him, but I think the, the whole occasion would be fantastic, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah, probably. And, and horrible. Yeah. <laughs> are we are we getting ahead of ourselves? Maybe slightly. We're massively getting ahead of ourselves, but let's enjoy it while we can. Let's enjoy it while we can, and we will leave it there. We will be back. Uh, yeah, on the thirtieth or thirty-first thereabouts after the whole game. Uh, do, do you have much to plug? Obviously, you've had to, had to scale down your activities. Scale somewhat. down my activities, yeah. Um, well, we're going to record a new Maidley podcast. We're going to try and get it out before Christmas, still. Christmas Top of the Pops, uh, 1996. But I obviously got COVID and I were really bunged up and it wouldn't have been a very <laughs> enjoyable listening experience. And then Liam got ill, not with COVID, but something else. Mm. So we couldn't do it then. And now Liam's he's swanning about in Wales um, for, <laughs> for a couple of days. So. Um, yeah, so um, we'll, we'll probably record one of those before Christmas to keep an eye out. Will do, mate. Right, we're going to wrap it up there. So, final oh, words. View from Fulham, obviously, out, sorry, as well. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> view from Fulham, of course. You get that at roysviewfrom.com. Yeah. Uh, follow you at Panchero, at me, at Bladespod. Uh, yeah, final words just to uh, wish you a full and swift recovery, mate, of your uh, last few days of isolation passed very quickly. And uh, a happy Christmas to you and a, a happy and healthy Christmas to. All our listeners, thank you so much for, I guess, supporting us through um, 
through this through this whole year and uh yeah in, enjoy yourselves responsibly and safely let's just say that and uh hopefully that um that whole game on the 29th will be uh a big crowd and a, a very exciting occasion so um yeah that's that's all i got mate that's my final words happy christmas, yeah, happy to, christmas you. to you and everyone else as well yeah nice one mate thanks so much for your time uh you know doing this when you're when you're isolating, when I'm sure you've got other things on your mind, do appreciate it. I feel like I'm on doll. I just like sort of, I'm like getting up at midday, just sort of dossing around the house, doing nothing. Like, so I don't know, you feel like you're doing something wrong because <laughs> I don't dog... actually feel that ill. It's almost like I pulled a sicker. <laughs> your dog's just staring at you, like, yeah, get out like and a, do something. Just do something. I can't, mate. I'm sorry. I can't do anything. I just, it feels like I'm just sort of like taking a mickey, really. But uh, anyway. <laughs> nice. All right, mate. Well, uh, thank you very much again, and I will uh, catch up with you soon. Cheers, bud. Thank you. That's it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Andrew, of course. And thank you very much to NordVPN, the sponsor of this podcast. They encrypt my traffic on web and mobile, which means I never have to worry about unsecure websites or apps, which is great for me if I'm working on the move. Also makes it incredibly easy to switch my virtual location. Takes just a single click, meaning I can access uh, streaming platforms that are not available in the UK, like Hulu, like Netflix overseas. If you are an online person and you watch football online occasionally, you can probably uh, tell the kind of benefits that being able to do that uh, brings to you, I suppose. But yes, NordVPN makes it very, very easy to do that indeed. Um, NordVPN are offering a special discount for BlazePod listeners. All you need to do is head to nordvpn.com slash blazepod or use the code blazepod when you sign up and you'll get 73% off your two-year plan plus a bonus month absolutely free. Be quick, this is a limited time offer. Head to nordvpn.com slash bladespod now and get your discount on NordVPN. VPN.